Oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. I was just minding my own business in this cavern that's really just a terrible workplace. A fireball trap with no visible extinguisher? <laughs> OSHA violation right there. Clearly our bagpipe friend is that coworker who plays their music just a little too loud. I know I've felt like I've lived at work before, but the bedrolls in the mine are also just a bit much. Plus, between the wall of fool's gold and this grumpy ghostly smith, there's just too many examples of working yourself to death. Maybe we can help these bottle-born dwarves unionize, or at least put up a motivational poster or two for them in episode 53 of What the Fumble, A Diamond Dozen. Stat reduction, though. That you son of a bitch. Reduction. What stat reduction? I I feel fine. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, only con. Nobody uses con. Y- yeah, and yeah. strength. Yeah, yeah. Who uses strength? Yeah, yeah. Says says the guy over there with constant strength drain. <laughs> oh. Actually, do any of us use strength? Mm-hmm. All right, like cool. As a weapon mod? I don't think no, so. I'm not sure really. No. Decks. But the con thing kind of sucks, right? Oh, right before yeah. we hit record, you guys were making sure you had your your numbers in order. What everyone come? Well, how'd you how'd you do in the end, Miles? How much health has disappeared? Uh, an extra four health has disappeared, Ooh. which really sucks. Really sucks. What's that max HP again? Uh, it went from twenty three to nineteen. Oh, gross. Ouch. Ooh, I can totally one shot you with a crit now. <laughs> How'd Lenora do? Uh, twenty six to twenty two. You lost one? Four as well. But like one con went one con, down, right? Yeah. You just didn't. Just one, but I happen to be at that uh, even number. So. The good boy. news is, if I take another round of mining, I'm going to be great. Uh, that's the way to look at it. That's the spirit. Let's put you to work. Excellent. <laughs> How do you guys feel about stat drain in general? Big fans? Um, It's definitely hard mode. <laughs> uh, it's It's... It makes, you know, leveling up to get an ASI that much more potent and really, you know, makes me think about feet versus ASI kind of thing. Yeah, it, just four more levels, we'll get another one. Yeah. See you at episode 150. Let's, I remember that drain and damage from previous editions, so a fifth edition, I'm, I'm not sure what you've done, and especially the way you phrased it, it was, please remove from, so like... <laughs> It's like, is this something that, you know, the right spell or two can cure? Or, like, what the fuck's going on here? We're going to need a lot more Spuma Vitae, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice thing about Sat Drain is that, you know, like, I guess traditionally, like, uh, there's a lot of monsters that do Sat Drain, but sometimes, kind of like, at the end of the description of the attack, it'll say, like, you know, until the characters finish a long rest or something like that. Mm. But you don't you don't know the phrasing of this one. Scary stuff. I mean, Just let me read the trap, Justin. I've been <laughs> trying all week. <laughs> Listen, it's the domains of dread. I presume everything is worst possible, you know, scenario. And I feel like it's that kind of mentality that's allowed me to exist as long as I have in this campaign. Worst case scenario would mean you need uh four more casts of greater restoration. Each. <laughs> No, oh, wait, I no, think six no, it'd total. Be, no, it'd be. Four, I'm pretty sure it's four total because it's just each greater restoration uh, fixes one ability score oh, of okay, one character. So, like Miles would have to cast it twice. You know, once for the con, once for the strength. Okay. Don't I feel foolish? That's a bunch of potential fun in our future. Who knows? And I'm, knows tr- and I'm just racking my brain on how to figure out how will Lustra figure out that his sword is goddamn cursed. I mean, he's so stubborn, he never will. <laughs> he's like, his his entire personality is, I love you and make excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm, I'm, laughs> Lustra, the <laughs> ultimate enabler. <laughs> what? He, he does, he's not very smart. Kind of wise, I guess. Maybe. Would you guys rank this type of uh, uh, negative modifier as better or worse than like what you went through in Dominia? Oh, ooh, uh, for me, way better. <laughs> Fair. 
I mean, speaking for Slash, like he, he, I think he got off easy with just an arm being cut off. So it's like, I feel like this is worse, but considering the potential damage from what could have happened to Dominia versus Stat Drain, I feel like Stat Drain is definitely the easier of the two. Yeah, I mean, Madness is definitely cooler, so do with that what you will. Like, Stat Drain is Stat Drain, but if I have to cluck like a chicken every time I attack, hell yeah. <laughs> Give me that every day of the week. That's true. That's still an unarmed strike for a monk. Yeah. I'm just pecking them. There you go. I need to write these things down. We really do need to get together and compare notes one of these days, Colin. I'm a- telling you. Anytime. Telling you. <laughs> well, I guess we should probably play some D&D, fellas. We should probably play some D&D. Yeah. Let's play some D&D. Let's gonna, do it. We're going to fight a ghost dwarf. Or, or not. We were... Lenara's ass covered in the word juicy, written in dwarvish. That's it. Dwarven or Dwarvish? Oh, that's a point of contention. Okay. Well, I think what was important was the incredibly offensive accent going, Dwarven runes! (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're written in! We don't know how they talk in that world. It's true. (laughs) Fair. Pretty sure we've had, yeah. Wasn't, we had an old campaign where Gnomish was Japanese there, uh, Colin? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> never happened yes it did <laughs> yes it did uh well there you guys were in well, you like came across this this new room i guess you had heard that like rhythmic banging of a hammer against uh against an anvil you found this dwarven smith in this big old chamber if you remember he was Working away at this beautiful, beautiful axe. Amazing looking axe, but grumbling about the imperfections in it. Occasionally he'd like take that axe and shove it into the forge to heat it up, shove it into a barrel uh, with a hiss to cool it back down. Always that rhythmic banging. But after kind of watching him for a little bit, you realize that the only things in the room that seem solid are... The axe, the anvil, and the forge itself. Not even the fires of the forge are given off heat. Lenara had gone into the room and kind of, you did kind of like a perimeter sweep. You found there was a door in there. It turned out to be an illusion, you're assuming, because you were able to put your hand right through it. Even bumped your head on the wall a little bit. <laughs> and the whole while, this dwarven smith like just kept working at this axe. He's paid you guys zero attention, despite the fact that you've like you've tried talking to him. You've gone in the room. Like, he hasn't even turned his head. Has paid you no mind whatsoever. And if I remember right, we kind of left off where Lenara had uh, kind of made her way back to the hallway. You guys are are all kind of huddled up outside of this room. About to figure out the next move, I think. Mm. So what is it? I vote we Indiana Jones this shit. Take another weapon. Try to just swap them out anytime he like just lets it go for a minute. Um, eh? Actually, you say that he keeps putting it into the forge and dunking it into into a barrel. But the axe is real. He isn't. Is the axe actually moving when he does this, or is it... Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if there's dwarf bones in the forge, and that's where the these dwarf disappeared. One way to find out. Yeah. That's right. You guys are kind of currently, like, basically trying to figure out where the dwarves went, because you found footprints. You found a, a fairly fresh fire pit in the... Uh, in the room that had like current mining going on in it with all the mine carts and the diamonds. Hmm. I wonder if there would be any illusory walls in the diamond mine itself, because there's some up here, but this might just be part of the haunting of the dwarf smith. Yeah, could be his old shop, in quotes, as it were. Yeah. I still, I still think it's got to be something to do with the forge. Right? It's like the only thing that has, I don't know, maybe there's like a, a ladder in it or something. Yeah. But uh, so the the water barrel, we still see the splash 
when the axe goes in? Do we see any steam? You see, yeah, and you hear the hiss. You see some steam. Even though there's no heat coming out of the forge. Correct. Ooh. Mm. Does it look like the metal of the axe is, like, glowing hot when it's being removed from these ghostly heatless flames? Or is it sort of, like, just the the echo of it being worked on that's causing the this steam to happen? Like, is the metal actually hot? Or yeah, steam? the metal is not coming out uh, red hot, no. Okay. I want that axe. <laughs> axe of steam creation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, it's uh, perfect. I mean, above the table, I feel like... Ugh, I don't want a meta, but it's like... I feel like this could almost be like an animated weapon kind of thing. Oh, that would be cute. It's a, it's just enable. It feels bad for this dwarven ghost, so it's just like, oh yeah, you're totally smithing me. Don't worry. <laughs> just an accent every time it goes in the water and comes out. It goes. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a hiss, definitely steam. I mean, even when he like plunges it into the forge, maybe a couple little sparks that you can see. But yeah, the metal doesn't heat up red, and there's no warmth in the room. And over time. This water's not evaporating in anything, so he's... Like, it's ghost water, too. Yeah. Ghost water. Ghost water. Okay. I'm... There's got to be something I'm missing. Like, we... Like, do we just take the axe and see if the dwarf gets mad, or do we try to, like, time our search to when he's not thrusting the axe into the, air quotes, forge, Well, and see what's inside that? I mean... I'm just trying to think of the layout of the room, and a room with a forge would stand a reason, especially in the middle of a cave, would stand a reason that it has to ventilate somewhere. So, because you're not just going to fill a room with smoke. You're not going to fill a room with ash. It's got to vent somewhere. So my my bet, my guess is, let's investigate the forge, see if there is either something in the base pit that vents it out, like a flue or something, and go from there. Because that's the only other sort of sensible way you could traverse this, based on what we can see. What's that, Colin, from half an hour ago? Yeah, maybe we should get those diamonds out before we mess with this dwarf. (laughs) We were talking before before we started, and we forget to deal with stuff so much (laughs) that we all just, like, tried to make a mental note to be like, hey, there's diamonds in the room we're not in right now. We should go deal with that. Or if... Was it... Is that specifically diamonds or just, like, gem detection? Oh, it's... I'm not sure, but at the very least, there's valuables, and it's a diamond mine. Let's go find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, you still have bardic inspiration for ten minutes, and I don't want to waste that. So you could at least, in, like, examine the the forge, maybe. See if you have any inspired things. Some inspired investigation, maybe. <laughs> Slash's voice echoes in your head. Don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was looser, if I remember right, they kind of made... Uh, the argument to deal with, I mean, obviously you guys do whatever you want, but if I remember right, it was looser. It was like, hey, let's not, you know, rest in the diamond room while there's potentially a, a bad thing down the hall. So oh, I yeah. think that was kind of the original intent. I think the idea now is get things out of the wall on the off chance we have to run from this thing and can't rest. Oh, that's good thinking. Touch, touch the axe. Hilarity ensues. Miles re-rolls a character. Right. I think that was... Ah, I like this plan. <laughs> okay. I like that. So let's go, let's go and mine some diamond then, or mine whatever gems that we can find, because the bullseye lantern went off last week, I think, I believe. In- oh, it sure did. It went off in three separate places in that, uh, that big old room. So you guys make your way back then, uh, as you're walking back towards the, uh, the room that houses the current mining operation, you hear that rhythmic banging of this dwarven smith uh, behind you growing a little further and further away with every step you come back into that giant room uh, it's full of mine carts bedrolls pickaxes quite a few freshly mined out chunks of wall uh, again the whole room is about 60 feet in, in uh, diameter and sure enough the bullseye lantern shining green in three separate spots and i'm assuming you go up and and check those three spots out, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. See which one maybe has the most, or is the biggest first? That makes sure. sense. We can probably do... Or we could split up. I don't know. 
It, uh, from what you can tell, uh, there, the three spots kind of just scattered randomly across the room. Two out of the three spots, like you can see a glittery chunk of diamond like poking out. It looks like it was like kind of half mined out and not quite finished. Okay. Uh, to preserve those two diamonds and those two spots take you maybe about an hour of uh, mining per Okay. Uh, per spot. And the third, you don't physically see a diamond, but the bullseye lantern is still flashing green, like when you flash it across that section of wall. So you assume like that that one could be deep in the wall. You assume yeah. it would take more than an hour. But, but, it might be, but it might be a fresh vein. Could True. be. Could be anything, yeah. Yeah. What's the detect magic three feet of wood, one foot of stone that it's like blocks through i'm assuming it's similar to detect magic in the detect gemstones vein of magic <laughs> or vein uh do we want to try to get through all three or do we I feel, I feel like we can get through the first two at least and see where we're at um when you say you think it would we think it would take an hour to get it out intact would that be with one person working or would it have? Would it be an hour of all of us working together? Uh, I mean, you know, diamonds are—they're fairly small things, so it'd probably be kind of hard for two of you to pick away at the same one. But you could work on two different ones over the yeah. course of the hour for sure. If that, that so, makes sense. Yeah. So if we have two of us each, ta- like if we have one person take one of the visible, one person take another, and then have two people try to like mine out that third area to see if we can expose it by the time we get the other two diamonds and then we'll reevaluate at the end of the first hour i kind of want to have someone keep watch just in case because we'll be making a lot of noise also fair um also for not to stir the pot anymore oh god (laughs) but you could also just like you know try to get it out as fast as possible and make a check. It's just in that if we go that route, you do risk turning this intact diamond into diamond dust in the process. So it doesn't look like it's a hard thing if you spend an hour to do. It's more just it's precision work, right? It's you trying not to destroy the diamond. When you say precise, would it be a dexterous attempt? Or would we be using our muscles that three out of the four of us have gotten weaker lately and i just started weak uh if you go the i need this out of the wall as quick as possible route it's going to be like an athletics check yeah to see if you just swing hard enough to get a chunk out and hope you don't destroy the diamond well the door is already closed back where back the way we came so it's not like we're running the clock per se at least not more than we already were yeah and it's what, like a little after midnight now, like twelve thirty, one o'clock. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking about one, two o'clock in the morning. Yep. So, I, I don't want to risk just demolishing these gems because, given our current uh, proficiency hmm. in strength-based things, I don't think we're going to do well if we try to get it out fast. No. I'd say uh, slow and safe. Slow and safe sounds good to me. Yeah, Do we but- want to have one person like athletics the the wall that needs to be exposed? Or yeah. do- I'm still strong. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that 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 pedestal. Okay, look, I was working against the swing. It's it's fine. I I can hit a wall. That I'll be fine. Wait, if you just, like, shot your railgun at it over and over, just, like, force damage at the stone? <laughs> you just, like, shatter that shit? Yeah, but who knows how effective that would be. Okay. I would rather just you, you do this the old-fashioned way. I'm going to go to the place that doesn't have the diamond exposed, shine the bullseye lantern to help guide my way, and I'm going to try and expose the diamond that's behind God knows how much of rock. So you're going to get to work on that yep. area. Yeah. Cool. And with the hour, two more of you are going to work on the other two spots separately. Yes. Sounds good to me. I feel like, I feel like Lenara should stay watch. She's 
probably more perceptive than most and has more ranged options available. Tess is just going to blink slowly at you. Yes, sure. <laughs> I mean, you've already tired yourself out mining. I can I can take this one, Lenara. Oh, well, thanks. That such a backhanded nice nicety. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to roll this d20. Just yeah. Don't mind me in the background. Missed it by a number. Missed Aww. it by a number. At the end of uh, an hour of careful mining at the sections of a wall, the two of you working on the exposed diamonds are successful in getting it out of the rock. Uh, yes. Looks like one of them is worth about 50 gold, and the other is worth about 25 gold. Hey. And Lustra, you work away at the section wall where there's no exposed gem for a solid hour. You make, you know, some good progress. And at the end of the hour, you just like barely see a tiny little glimmer, like you've reached the diamond. Uh, but it's still, it would take another hour to get it out at this point. But you can see it. You've, you've mm-hmm. got for far enough that you can see it. Okay, well, hey, I think I found what was behind uh, rock number three. Although working for an hour is a bit tiring, but you can see it now. Uh, Do we want to stay and get this out? Or, well, you know what? No, we've put the time in. I've put the time in. We're getting this out. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Why don't I uh, get this out since you all took some time? And if you want, you can take a short rest. I could use the time to focus my thoughts. What do we feel? Is that is that the good? Speaking above the table, it's not like I get any spells back on a short rest. Like, I would get my... Oh, I suppose I would get my breath weapon, which I already have. So, I guess it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, I could continue to help you, if, in all honesty. Do we want a really short rest? I mean, I don't I mean re- it's going to take an hour one way or the it's other. It's going to take an hour one way or the other. I don't really get a whole lot of stuff back on a short rest. Um, uh, at least not until next level. Um, but the only thing I would think of that I would like to do on a short rest is start examining that tome of intelligence and start reading through that. Well, also, didn't from- I hit you for like 12? I was about to say, who's down you- hit points is the oh, biggest yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, no, I am definitely hurting, yes. I'm. So you out. would benefit then. I would benefit. And then Tess would dice. get key points back, too. Yeah. Are you down any hit points? I'm down like four. All right, well, I'm going to hide behind you then. Okay, so I am guess I will take the benefits of a short rest if we're doing another thing for an hour, if that's okay, if everyone's good with spending a short rest for the day. Yeah, sure. Going for the Ooh. short rest. Assuming, yeah. Lenara is picking away at the wall. Um, before I start for the short rest, would I be able to go over to Lenara and say, I still feel really bad about you river dancing that one time. And then she uh, just gives you a small hug, and I'll use my last key point to do hands of healing. Okie dokles. Ooh, now I really hope I get a random encounter. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but if we get one, Lenara will be six hit points tougher. That's true. Take it. That is true. Oh, my last roll was better. I'm much further away from the number I'm looking for this time. Much further away. Hooray! Uh, so at the end of the hour, who was doing the pickaxing? Lenara? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lenara, you managed to ec- extract a diamond out of this spot. It's got to be worth an easy 500 gold. Oh, it's a chunky one. It was worth the time. Slash, did you uh, hit die? Anyone doing hit dice? You yes. guys get a short rest. Yeah. No, I might as well take the one that I have. Yeah. Well, I have two left, but might as well use one. Well, with my new reduced total, I am now back to full, in air quotes, health. I, too, am back to full. Have you guys made notes, too, of like your stats and your health points pre- Yes, uh, yes. Stat drain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, is the last going to give us a monologue <laughs> over the short rest? Um... He's going to give a monologue, yes. He will do a song of rest um, and just basically discuss how he's trying to learn more about the world and that he's learning so much from all of you and that he hopes that maybe he can continue to learn things without getting smacked in the face. Press X to doubt. <laughs> um, 
But, I mean, you do mention getting smacked in the face, so I will definitely be bolstered by that. (laughs) I'm not spending hit dice, so I make sure to tink extra hard in my ear to drown you out. (laughs) I get one more hit point. Ooh. Ooh. That that tracks. (laughs) How many hit dice do you guys have left over there? Uh, Yeah, I've got three left. Yeah, same. I feel like I should have less because I've been gotten the snot beaten out of me so many times over the past couple of days. But level four long rests are very nice. It gives me two, so. Yeah, it's true. You get two back. Still have plenty of hit dice, but yeah, you guys are short some uh, spell slots and resources are definitely still hurting. But we have diamonds for days. You do have diamonds for days now. So that two hour detour yielded you a 50 gold diamond, a 25 gold diamond, and a 500 gold diamond you avoided two random encounter rolls you know your characters don't realize that but (laughs) you the players get to have a sigh of relief (sighs) time to go pick up an axe or what oh baby (laughs) i think so yeah well let's go bother uh, a ghost dwarf yes what could possibly go wrong (laughs) famous last words so you guys make your way back to the dwarven smith i'm assuming you're kind of like huddled right outside of uh the entrance to that chamber again. Yep. So yeah. the third time for Tess walking up this hallway. <laughs> this time for sure. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. better safe than sorry. You guys taking precautions. Nothing wrong with that. Better rich than run through. But what's the plan at this point? Now what? I... There he is, just banging away. Damn imperfection. Someone who is less stressed and more perceptive should look in the water and the forge for dwarf bent. I can do that. Hopefully, I don't have to look like a dwarf for him to ignore me. Uh, Yeah, I'll enter the room, do jazz hands just to be sure that, just to make sure that he doesn't, like, take notice. Pays you no attention whatsoever. Did you need a hand? I'm, I'm feeling fine in way of stress. Oh, yeah, you are. I'm at zero. You just went to a nice little mental health retreat, thanks to mm-hmm. Lenara. Uh, yeah, no, I. that sounds good. It's body system, you know, right? So what I'll do is I will go and give the help action to Tess to roll with advantage for perception checks. On what? Um, I'd like to look into the fiery forge, try to time it so... He's not thrusting the axe into the forge. Oh, okay. Okay. So you and Lustra, Tess and Lustra, are going to make their way towards where the dwarf, the axe, the anvil in the forge, all the stuff's at right in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And Tess is going to kind of shove her head past the, uh, what we know are illusory flames and see if there's anything going on inside the forge yes slash and lenara are where entrance sort of the mouth of the chamber yeah that's slash is just sort of studying the the axe from afar trying to get a a hint on its pattern to see if it's moving in the same way every single time is it maybe like some kind of like magical rails it's on kind of thing just trying to catch to see if it's deviating it all in pattern all right tess why don't you give me uh, an investigation with uh, advantage since I guess Lustra is uh, shoving He's, his head in there too. Yep. Just holding up the lantern. Just Yep, get, helping you get All some right, light. All right, son, hold this light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. Roll good. That is nine. A nine. You shove your head into or past, I guess, these magical flames bursting out of this forge. You kind of wait till uh, the dwarf is uh, dunking weapon into barrel or something. For a brief sec, you swear you see something shiny down in the forge. There's not a entrance or a tunnel or anything like that, but there's a shiny thing, and there's an object definitely hidden in the forge, but before you have a chance to really kind of figure out what it is, the dwarven smith, like the second you make physical contact with his forge, like head whips around, looks directly at you, 
And he just says, you, you dare disturb the work of Fergil Bottleborn. And as this dwarven smith says that, you watch, you and Looster both watch, as his eyes start to glow this fiery yellow, the illusion of him having a beard and skin fades away, leaving behind this skeletal dwarf with blackened bones. He's floating a few inches above the ground. Dark, shadowy wisps of like negative energy are surrounding this now floating dwarven skeleton. And we're going to roll some initiative. Oh, man. Uh. I was just waiting for you to say... And the fire becomes corporeal <laughs> with your oh, head Oh, that would have been a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. And roll to have your eyebrows torn off or singed <laughs> off. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> Miles, how'd you do? Um, I did 14. 14. David? 10. Colin? 19. Ooh. Adam? I'll take a 12. All right. Hey, guys. Huh? We get to fight a dwarf. Oh, <laughs> no. Tess is just apparently so ready. Gonna try and gut it and open up its throat and see if it's hiding any gold in its stomach. No more it gut. Has. No more throat. Nothing but skeletal remains floating in the air. I feel like Lenara is probably uh, studious enough, enough of a good student to realize immediately that this is a wraith. They specialize in draining the shit out of you. Uh, nice and thematic. Quick, let me get in <laughs> melee combat with it. More <laughs> stat drain on the way. Hopefully, this dwarven skeleton... Its head darts around towards Tess and Lustra, those beady little yellow eyes now locked onto you, Tess, as you remove your head from inside the <laughs> forge. Oh, just uh, the in- forge inspector here. Everything is up to code. It is up to you to act first as this wraith looks at you and says, Intruders! Oh, uh, well, Mr. Thurgrill, I... I was hoping you could fix the imperfections in this bone saw to your face. Ooh, bone saw to face. Yeah, he's only made of bones. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, right? God, yeah. <laughs> that's like triple advantage, right? I'm tempted, but no. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll circle around the forge so I'm not beside it, maybe. Uh, and yeah, just try to chop off half of his ribs. Natural 20! Oh, no! <laughs> no. He's, he's made of bone! Yes. <laughs> uh, fuck. Aw, oh, man. Okay, okay. Hey, you know what? I could always roll low. It's fine. And kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, 7 plus 6 is 13. 13 points of magical slashing? Yes. That sucks. <laughs> I don't know, I'm feeling great about it. But I'm not feeling great about being in melee with this uh, burned-up dwarf skeleton. So I will enact the monk tank stance. And I'll uh, do patient defense. Patient defense, good call. Good call. Anything else from Tess? Uh, Tess will be like, I think we've intruded too much help and i'll end my turn there that then is gonna bring it to my bottle born wraith oh no he picks up that very physical axe that he was working on and just swings violently towards tess let's see if it connects oh he has a name though <gasps> does a 22 hit is that with disadvantage? I have to... Oh, right. You took patient defense. Ah. Oh, shit. Dirty 20. Still hits. Dirty 20. Not so bad for you, though, honestly. 
because he takes that axe, looks at it, he's like, Oh, damn, elf, even worse. <laughs> and the Pot axe... calling the kettle black here. The axe connects solidly with Tess, but as it kind of cuts into your shoulder and connects with the bone beneath your skin, <sighs> the axe, with all its imperfections shatters into pieces and just disintegrates and this dwarven wraith goes into an absolute frenzy super pissed up my axe uh mm. well I guess that uh, oh I still get to roll damage sorry hold on one sec it does absolutely shatter on impact this imperfect axe oh god had one hit in it uh oh and that's that's perfect. I get four points of slashing damage from this axe on Tess. Uh, but now there's no axe, and the Wraith is super pissed off about the whole thing. Slash, that's going to bring it to you to act. Shoddy craftsmanship, yeesh. Yep. You shut your mouth. <laughs> shut it for me, you coward. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Slash, seeing this going on, um, uh, looks over to Lenara, sort of points at the wraith, and then um, uh, turns back, and he's gonna cast Dissonant Whispers, and I'm imagining that it's going to be, like, the sound of his forge, like, or, like, the sound of, like, metal clanging on metal and just more axes breaking, more, you know, metalwork breaking and shattering. Shattering the anvil itself. Exactly. And he's going to go ahead and cast Dissonant Whispers. That is a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC is 14. Plus, that's a four. (gasps) Oh, it worked for once. It worked. The whispers were so dissonant. The whispers were so dissonant. Um, uh, So he's going to go ahead and take, that's nine psychic damage. Nine psychic damage. Yes, and he must use his reaction to run away from me. Oh, no. Which means he has who gets an opportunity attack. Oh, no. It's me. Leave my stuff alone, you (laughs) bastards. Leave my stuff alone. Oh, you are. Oh, you're you're way over there now. Wow. (laughs) So he has to run his full movement? Is that what you said? Yep, if available, I'm a... Bunch of bullshit. Must must immediately (laughs) use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Oh, man. Its speed allows it to go a very long distance. So I guess it gets all the way to the back of the room, and then he's just going to like run back and forth a little bit, because he's got (laughs) extra movement. Fly back and forth, rather. Just Uh, zigzagging? Yeah, with his little dwarven arms in the air, screaming. (laughs) Uh, so I'll put him way in the back of the room here on the map. How much psychic damage was it? It was nine psychic. Damn. I would love to take an opportunity attack, if that is okay. Absolutely. And... Four. Two on the die. Let's Oof. move on. Oof. Well, yeah. you still got this thing out of uh, melee range with uh, Tess and Lustra, so at least... The two of you kind of have uh, an option to move around now if you want. That's going to bring it to Lenara. You're kind of, uh, you're still in the hallway, right? You haven't quite gone into the room. Uh, so you're kind of at the entrance. Yeah. What's your plan? Uh, she's peeking around, seeing everything that's going on. Sees the wraith, goes, I don't want anything else sucked out of my uh, soul today. And she's going to cast Sacred Flame on him because... Too stress means trying to hit things sucks. So can I have a deck save DC 14, please and thank you. Uh, my dexterous little dwarf. <laughs> Everything we fight just does backflips. Ooh, so. 23. Oh, Apparently, save. yes. <laughs> he's, he's so back and forth. It's like trying to do the <laughs> duck shooting game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just happens to miss. Just running around back there. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Arms in the air. Uh, Not my anvil! (laughs) (laughs) And she'll just uh, keep herself at the entrance of uh, the the cave. Fair enough. Swing and a miss from Lenara. Maybe he's just a little too far away at this point. Lustra, you're already in the middle of the room. You're right next to the forge. What's your plan? Uh, What I'm going to do is I'm going to move around the anvil, get into melee distance of... 
Tess. Oh. And my rosary will... I'll grab my rosary, hold it on the white bead, go and put a hand on Tess, and give Tess protection from evil and good. Nice. So what this effectively means is that if this wraith tries to charm, frighten, or possess Tess, she's immune... And all attacks are at disadvantage. Oh, that's oh. big. This is for the next 10 minutes. It is not concentration. That is big. Oh, oh baby. And then I'll take the other. So that'll take me 20 feet to get to around the anvil to test. And then I'll take 10 feet and move behind the anvil in forge to end my turn. Oh, man. Nice turn. And that brings it right back to Tess. Who now doesn't even really have to worry about patient defense and just be overkill. Yeah. Oh. And so I feel so tanky. What the fuck is this synergy in this DD group? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna wipe the floor with my wraith. <laughs> I don't curse us, Justin. <laughs> uh but oh, I feel so loved and protected. Thank you, Lustra. <gasps> Let's go commit some violence. Speaking of loving. Oh, oh good catch, oh, good catch. Shit. Damn it. Cripes, I'm so I'm so used to Damn being it. on top of that. Thank you for catching that. Well, it's a filthy dwarf. Why would you love it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a 53. Oof. Exactly. Oof. <laughs> Not in love with my dwarven wraith. Fair enough. Fair enough. No boner for these bones. We're still on. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Good Lord. Anti-inspiration. We're still on Tess. All right. What's the big attack plan? Well, I was thinking that, like, maybe we could try kiting it because we all have ranged stuff, but I feel super strong now, so I am going to just try and chop off this dwarf's hammer arm. It's like, you'll never forge anything again. Not that you are any good anyway. And I'll charge right up to it and take a big ol' swing with the bone saw for 19 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Come on, roll high. Ooh, 6 plus 6, 12 more magic slashing. Ooh. And I'm feeling so free of needing to, like, be on my guard. I'll bonus action just... Spin around and roundhouse kick this thing in the shin. For 13 to hit? 13 is a hit. Oh! Another hit. The armor you make is shitty too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wearing anything. Ew, you're naked. Gross. Uh, For five non-magic bludgeoning. It's still not too bad. Indeed, and I'll end my turn there. Oh, man. Don't even have to worry about patient defense. Tess runs right in. Bone side of the bones. Little shin kick. Little shin kick. That, though, brings it right back to my bottle-born wraith. You damn elf. I'll drain you till there's nothing left. That's gross. <laughs> oh boy Disadvantage Disadvantage Because yep. of the protection from evil and good uh, That was a good move Because that allowed Tess to kind of Get a little extra damage in there Not gonna lie If this hits though these are bad mm. This thing only gets one attack I got one try at this Come on third grill Miss really hard. Disadvantage, huh? Please, please be bad. Fuck, he's named too, right? Yes! Yes. Shit, I need the fumble table. I need the fumble table. Melee? It is a melee attack. Oh, wow. Lustra coming in clutch. Oh, yeah. Oh, pop open this Tupperware. This beautiful (laughs) little plastic container. Mm. Stir these up. Should have made it rain so you could smell that Tika from months ago. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not sure how this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to work because he has no lungs. This one is <laughs> called Winded. Your miss leaves you winded and unable to speak for 1d4 rounds for one round. Spells oh. with verbal components cannot be cast until this effect ends because he can't talk, but he has no lungs. 
don't really know how that works out, but he's now maybe he just he tuckered himself out from oh, all the running back and forth against the wall. He's got to catch his breath. <sighs> like his jaw just falls off and hits the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need just a minute. Oh wait, I can't even say that. He can't speak. Uh, oh, that is super unfortunate because I feel like you guys are going to mow this mofo down now. That's his turn. He wins himself. <laughs> and we're on Slash. So Slash, uh, seeing this winded guy and hearing the, the clear hatred for elves, is just going to step into the room so that way Lenara can have line of sight if she wants to do so. And doing some vicious mockery is just going to say, you elf-skinned, milk-livered <gasps> piece of shit. She's not an elf. She's trying. (laughs) (laughs) And just try some vicious mockery. Um, And he's pointing back at you and like just throwing insults, but no one can hear what he's saying. Exactly. So that is a DC 14 whiz save. DC 14 whiz. Hey, 22. All right. So he succeeds. That's a save or suck. So. That's going to be it from dear old Slash. Perfect. Joke's on you. I don't have skin. <laughs> Is what he would say if he could, but right. he can't. <laughs> Lenara, we're back to you then. I... Seeing how easy Tess kicked him, I kind of want to throw things, but I want to see if Radiant does anything to him. So I'll take Ooh. another uh, Dex uh, save from him, DC 14. Sacred Flame again? Sacred Flame. Plus then I can still, like, basically be mostly behind the wall <laughs> oh not good 21 ah, ah, this guy's 21 rolling rocks except when it comes to hits doing really good on the rolls over here well i'll keep my uh spell slots for now and you guys got this good job thank you lenara you're welcome stay safe doing my best mm. remember to eat mm. your lunch mm. <laughs> oh it might come back to my wraith we might get back to him lustra can you do enough to make sure that doesn't happen? It's your well, I'm, Yep, I'm going to go about 10 feet to my right. I'm going to charge up my rail gun. So I action roll, slide into a crouching position, longbow sideways, and I'm going to go charge up that force damage and see if I can rock him. I hate this attack. Sharpshooter or more? Or uh, declaring sharpshooter. Ooh, I hate it more. <laughs> That's a 15 on the die. Ooh. And that's what it is after... Oh, no, no, plus one now, so it's 16 to hit. Because no stress. Even with the sharpshooter? Yeah, because I have a plus six to hit, minus five for the... Yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit. Crunchy. End him. Uh, That's going to be... 19 damage. Whoa. 19 force damage. Oh my god. <laughs> John wooing this shit. Just. 19? Mm hmm. Man, oh man. The arrow and the force damage attached to it go right through all that negative energy surrounding this undead dwarf. But with that amount of force damage, like the hole doesn't quite close back up. He's still alive, but has a massive hole like in the middle of his chest right now. <laughs> yeah, nice. He is pretty messed up, but still in this fight. And Lenara, at the very least, I think would know that wraiths are uh, they're they're malice incarnate. They are this thing ain't backing down. So. Neither are we. Lucer, was that your turn? That is my turn. It's going to bring it right back to Tess. Can you finish this thing off before I get another chance? Oh, I sure can try. Come on. They're doing so well. I'm going to shove the bone saw into the hole that Lucer made in his chest and just drag it down. Ah. Come on. Bonesaw! Bonesaw! For 19 to hit. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. For nine. Nine points of slashing. Of sawing damage. Of magical bonesaw. Yes. 
We cut here. Quick math, because I'm doubting myself. But the math works out. Once again, you guys (laughs) needed exactly nine points of damage. And that is what you did. You drag the bone saw through that open hole, maybe like right by the uh, rib cage, and like disconnect each rib going down, and then you just falls into pieces. The sound of a xylophone as everything hits the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. However, (gasps) we're not quite done. As all the bones kind of hit the ground, they dissipate into this cloud of inky black smoke and that weird black smoke flies directly towards Tess starts to like swirl and surround the bone saw what? and you watch as the metal of the bone saw like starts to rust and flake away. It's like crack starts to spider web all over the place. What? And as little chunks of the bone saw fall to the ground, they become replaced by this strange, just ink black substance that reflects zero light. Your bone saw is now made of some really weird substance. And now has, believe it or not, an additional plus one on it. Oh! What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, but at what cost? Nothing comes for free. At the cost of a dead dwarf, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> what? And as you're you're like kind of looking down at the bone saw in your hand, watching this happen. You kind of lift your head back up to look at the room. The entire contents of every single thing in this room, except for the anvil and the forge, are now gone. It's all gone. You're just surrounded by this rocky, empty room. Nothing but anvil and forge. However, you do see... There's an archway that once would have been uh, for a tunnel that leads out of this room, but they have collapsed the ceiling, and it's just a pile of rubble. Uh, but you do see like, like a clear shape of an archway now that the all the illusions in the room are gone. Oh, my God. Hmm. Oh, my God. Everyone's out of initiative. What do you do? I am basking in the afterglow. (laughs) What? Well, you know, I need to say it. It's got to be cursed. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be cursed now. That's so cool, though. Like it's it's like Vanta black, like no reflection at all. Reflects zero light. And I mean, every inch of it, even the handle has been completely replaced by whatever the fuck this substance is. Oh, that's so cool! Uh, Lustra's gonna look in the forge for the shiny. It takes no effort for Lustra to find tiny statuette of a dwarf carved out of pure opal. Ooh. Oh, wow. Looks very similar to the one you found in the chief engineer's room. Not ex- exactly the same, but looks like maybe like part of a set or something. Oh, cute. It's like a different dwarf, but very much the same style statuette. Aw, maybe it's like little, it's like Dwarven family photos. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of opal. (laughs) They're dwarves. All right, stand there for about mm, four weeks. I got this. (laughs) We live for 300 years. It's fine. Who's got the uh, highest passive? I think it's Tess, too, I think, right? Tess, you're also the first to notice that over by the collapsed archway, like where all the, the pile of rock and rubble is, where the ceiling's been collapsed, there's footprints, dwarven footprints, and there's like a drag mark in front of the pile of rubble 
on the ground, like the drag mark you'd get when you like open a door in a ru- in a dusty room kind of thing. Okay. Uh, like looks like that, like right in front of the rubble. You don't see a door, but there's marks on the ground indicating that it, a door was opened. Okay. So if there was a door to this archway, we've already, this room was already full of illusion. Perhaps another dwarven illusion is keeping that area safe? I throw a rock at it. It just, uh, it's an actual, yeah, it's an actual bounces right off. Hits right. the rock, bounces off. Be with your friends, little rock. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the only other course of action would be to maybe push a few rocks aside, see if the door is nearby. I guess, yeah. Um, Tess is just still just like staring at this inky black weapon she has now and just like looking at everyone else kind of guiltily. Um, would any of you like this potion that I have? Uh, no, hold on to it, but do you mind if I try something right quick? All right. Lustra wants to just touch the weapon and see if anything happens. Nothing happens. Hmm. I roll to attack. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying that you have the, the protection from evil and good, and I'm wondering if it was like maybe a possession, but it went to the weapon instead of you. Right? So I was like, oh, I wonder. I don't know. We'll see what happens in about 10 minutes. That's very fair. Um, I guess I'll just keep an eye on this for now. Mm-hmm. It feels much more vicious. And like a, a small smile comes over her face. I wonder if this happens every time we kill a dwarf. <laughs> 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 Why am I like this? <laughs> that makes a bone saw a plus three now? Plus three. That's insane. That's, that's, that's fucking insane. That's bonkers. I, I don't know if I've ever had a plus three weapon. Like, this is... I mean, maybe, maybe once when we were like level fourteen in like a super late campaign, but yeah. level four plus three weapons, baby. What are you going to do to it? The, the other <laughs> shoe is going to drop so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's go remove the dwarven kick plate from the door. <laughs> Did you give me an investigation, Lustra? Okay. Stress free. Five. Ooh. Yeah, you don't notice anything. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you want to start moving rocks and stuff around is that kind of well i mean slash was kind of doing that in the first place yeah he was kind of saying hey i'm gonna start moving rocks to see if he can't get anywhere with it okay sure yeah it's forge anvil buckets gone or is that forge anvil buckets gone or is that part of the the bucket was all part of the illusion the only things left are the anvil and the forge there was an axe but the axe shattered because it was full of imperfections we can pick those shards out of tess's shoulder uh Tess will like whisper to the to the bone saw. Well, your final work seems to be quite perfect, if I do say so myself. And then she like frowns at herself. I just complimented the dwarf or jinxed yourself. Uh, Lenara is going to go take a look at the anvil itself and see if there's anything special about it. Sure, give me the old investigation on the anvil while uh, Lustre and Slash are poking around at the rocks. Excellent. Well, I rolled a three, so that's a two. Yeah, you don't find anything weird going on with the anvil. However, uh, the two of you poking around at rocks figure out that one of the larger rocks on the bottom of the rubble pile, you find, after poking around, find two little hinges on the side and realize that one of the rocks can basically be, like, gripped on the side and swung open. Uh, But it's the very bottom one of the pile. Oh, you sneaky snakes. <clears throat> That's so cool. <laughs> Everything okay? The, the weak people are looking towards the strong people to open the door. Sneaky snake reference. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh no. Sorry. I mean that too. You know, weak yeah. people looking to strong people. Yeah. Take yeah, it as like, the compliment. Everyone <laughs> went quiet, and I was like, "Did something go wrong, or was it just <laughs> no, 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 something no, 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 really no. bad?" You're Miles good. You're just good. staring at you. I was, <laughs> I was just waiting for the fight to break out. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> Careful, she's got a plus three weapon. Yeah, yeah you have true, true stress. Yeah, yeah. Come at me, bro. Okay, well, I feel like, you know, I'm going to go and move that rock then. Sounds good to me. Lustra, you kind of grip the side of this hinged rock at the bottom of the rubble pile. Swings open with with very little effort. And you realize that you found yourself a crawl space that leads into 
another a tunnel, a tiny li- little dwarven crawl space. Looks like these guys dug themselves a tunnel, collapsed the ceiling, and then dug a tinier tunnel <laughs> in the rubble and hid the entrance. So you have to like squeeze to get through here. Uh, you have to like it's like you have to get down on your hands and knees. But you even see the inside of this tiny little crawl space is like reinforced ceilings. Uh, That's so cute. It's like very, very well reinforced so that the rubble doesn't collapse it. Oh, (laughs) I like that so much. Well done. You also see pretty fresh drag marks in the dirt. Tiny little uh, dwarven handprints here and there. You feel like the dwarves are probably pretty close. And maybe next week is the week we find them. Okay. Let's roll for initiative now. (laughs) Oh, my No plus seven weapon for you. Okay. (laughs) 